0: (laughs) That's always so abrupt. Hello! (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Hello, Lisa from Westbrook, Connecticut. Just as an aside, Lisa, you're only like 57 minutes from where my my mom's people are from in Waterbury. I looked it up. I don't know why. Probably because I have addresses now of where their homes (laughs) are. (laughs) <laughs> so now everybody knows Lisa's only one hour from where my people lived why do I keep calling them my people I don't know it's just <laughs> a strange thing but I guess when you start looking up like history you you start identifying yourself differently it changes things it really does it like it matters yes it is cool I'll, I'll have to we'll have to talk Lisa we'll talk Okay. We are going to continue on with the conversation about um, Days of Deliverance and Jubilant Soul. The two go hand in hand. Um, you really can't have one without the other because he promises that he's, he's sweeping out every corner and crevice of our souls right now. And I can testify that is what he's doing and um, we'll miss it if we don't stay locked in with Jesus in this season, because it is, it's fronting as pain. It's, it's fronting as, um, you know, the, the horror, the tales of the crypt. <laughs> Can I say it like that? <laughs> like all of the things are, are just kind of swirling. And I always refer to it as like soul debris. And, um, and the thing is, is like debris doesn't even belong in there, you know? so let's let's allow him to to just do what it is that he wants to do. um i want to read just portions of the word that god had given us for 2023 and it's a big meaty word. um if you haven't had a chance to look at it, we welcome you to go and read it. it's in our blog. it's just called i think 2023. and you're most welcome to to go and read through that. but um, I'm going to kind of jump around because I don't want to read the whole thing because it is long. Um, but at the beginning, he, he's talking about wanting to clean out our closets. And, and I think that that is just so right on the money, especially if you are someone who has ever considered your life, your soul life, to be a overflowing closet that if you barely opened that or turned that, that knob, that it would all come falling out on you. And I think that we've all been in spaces like that, where we're like, just don't open the door, you know, (laughs) you can go anywhere in the house, but don't open that door. Don't hang your coat up. And because, you know, you're so afraid of everything, the the avalanche of things that could potentially come and and swallow you. But this is what he says about the the boxes that he's packing up. He says, I've packed up boxes from last season and I'm returning them to sender. I love that. These are the boxes of mixture, deception, and other possessions that will not serve you where we're going. Sleeping agents that have kept my bride in a stupor. Now, it's really important that we we keep our eyes like on that, too, like realizing that even the things that that we could point to and we're like, yeah, well, that was good. But we got to know the difference between good and God. Right. Like he knows full well what is going to serve him best In our next seasons and so be willing to to live like everybody open up your hands right now just open your hands and just invite him come and take whatever it is that you want whatever it is that that is not going to serve me because he's going deep and he's wanting to clean house so to speak okay we're going to jump down and I want to read the parts about um family I'm after my family I'm uncovering ties to deception freeing my people to commune deeply and authentically great courage will come upon you to look beyond the surface. See, there you go. He already promised that he's gotcha. He's going to give you great courage to turn that doorknob, right? So great courage will come upon you to look beyond the surface. I'm uncovering bonds, trappings, and vices. It's a transparent season, so swallow up your garments. And that comes from the very beginning where he's talking about the garments in the closet. So swallow up your garments. I am bonding my body, not over just anything, over life abundantly, over great grace, justice, and truth. Hold the line of conviction. Break the back of tolerance and continue to echo no compromise. It is then that I will begin to shape and mold my family like you've never known. You will be known as a phenomenon as you step into my commons. Signs, wonders, and miracles will accompany great grace. The measure will be known in no needs among you. Come on, that's good. None. Understand what I'm getting at. There won't be any issues of health, wealth, hunger. All will be satisfied. This is what I'm setting up. Yours is to hold the line of no compromise and continue to feed the fire instead of the cost. And we'll jump down just a little bit. Family revival. Hearts turn back to me in deep reverence and lasting devotion. The least of these, the worst off, will hear my knocking and let me in. I am releasing a healing balm over families with a grace to uncover iniquity. Deep healing is coming to my house of myrrh. I'm touching pain-filled memories trapped in the hidden corners of your soul. I'm sweeping out every crevice and corner. This is the Jubilee year of the soul in order to be satisfied and not crushed by the release of my greater glory. Watch me for this one thing. Hold me to my word. I am restoring family life. Ask me even now and I will step in. You will house people eager to surrender and willing to die. Ask me. I will diffuse the essence of that sweet resin in your midst. You will know my intention, my call for surrender with the wafting fragrance of myrrh. I think we'll stop there. That's a whole lot. I mean, there is so much in that. And here I'm sitting, like, we are wrapping up the fifth month of the year today. This is it. This is the fifth month of the year. And I look at this word and I'm going, there's so much in this that we get to unravel, that we get to step into, that we get to see begin to manifest and come to fruition. Because the thing that we know about God is his word will not return to him empty. It will not return to him unless it is overflowing and gushing with life. That's just his nature. He will make a way. It's ours to partner with him. And our peace in this is to hold the line of no no compromise. That's all he's asking for is that we hold the line. He's going to do all the soul work. We're partnering in that, but we're just holding the line of no compromise. And that's going to take us being willing to... Um, take on his ideas of what compromise and tolerance look like. We cannot lean on our own understanding. It's got to be his ideas of what no compromise and and breaking the back of tolerance looks like. All right, who wants to jump in?
1: I will. Uh, in that, that line, it says, I'm after my family. I'm uncovering ties to deception. You know, deception. That, that really caught my attention when you read it because, you know, uh, things come in, they look like one thing, but they're actually another. And you mentioned, know the difference between good and God. And I think that plays right into that mm-hmm. because those, those ties that we have to deception will, will cloud that view of, of being able to see the difference between good and God. And, and so I, I think that's, that's an important thing to, to stay connected with him and, and, allow those things that, that when they come up and make you uncomfortable to recognize, Oh, okay, hold on. Is this, is this a tide of deception that you're uncovering that you're, you're bringing to light that needs to be dealt with all of these things. And, and you know, you talked right up front about the intensity of the, the, the days of deliverance right now and how you've got the, the tales from the crypt coming up, those really <laughs> old things surfacing yeah. and like uh, uh, wanting to, to uh, looks like they're wanting to be made known, but uh, but in fact it's God wanting to say, I, I want to touch that right there. Yes, I want to I want to heal that. I want to I want to remove that from your life because I have this for you over here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and uh, we were talking about before we got started here. um For me, I- I'm seeing so many things like I want to deliver you from this, and I want to deliver you unto this, over and over again. It's just you can go throughout your daily life and start to see these things manifesting and popping up. And it's like, where did this come from? It's like, it's out of, out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, but it's something that God has his eye on to, to get into all those crevices and corners Mm -hmm. that that jubilee year of the soul is, it it says in order to be satisfied and not crushed by the release of my greater glory. I I think we miss also uh, like we can miss the deception. We can miss that there should be a satisfaction in that, yeah, there should be a satisfaction in in God sweeping out, you know, your, your soul and bringing jubilee this year, uh, the the release, the freedom, the return, uh, and all that that the year of jubilee entailed, and, and and the provision that comes with that, and we should be satisfied in that, but we we miss that sometimes too. We miss satisfaction and. And the joy that that can bring and and then being able to, okay, uh, I see you have more for me now. Let me go be satisfied in that now. And, and just continually being satisfied with him. And, and I think in, in that uh, uh, miss of satisfaction, we we have to look at uh, what you're talking about with compromise and and, and what it says in there. Uh, Yours is to hold the line of no compromise and continue to feed the fire. If we are uh, in compromising in any way, that means you you've tolerated something. You have uh, potentially affirmed it, accepted it, maybe even adopted it into your own life. But we have to look at this in a, a smaller little bit of a, a micro level when it comes to tolerance and, and make sure that there is no semblance of tolerance anywhere. This is, this is something that uh, uh, compromise uh, breeds it's just that little ounce of tolerance is, is compromise yeah and we have to root those things out and, and and not let that tie to deception allow us to tolerate even the, the smallest of things um, in our own lives in in the lives of the people around us that we're, we're doing life with and it's not out of out of some meanness on God's part it's not out of a, a meanness on our part to other people it's out of love for one another that we would want to sharpen each other. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody wanting to sharpen me and it's not out of love because they see something great in me. Yeah. And, and there is some tolerance in there that is is causing compromise in my life that I'm just not, not picking up on because of deception. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it, it's, it, it's, uh, asking if you're, you're tired of just, you know, splashing around in puddles of glory, or do you want to go deep? Do you want to go deep into uh, revelation? Do you want to go deep into deliverance? Do you want to go deep into intimacy? Then it's going to take a, a, a choice to, to get out there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and really get moving into this and, and not continue on any path of compromise. Uh, if, as soon as tolerance is recognized, it needs to be cut off yeah, and and thrown into the fire.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And, and I'm going to call us out because I think that that I can see what it is that, that we've been doing, that we've categorized certain things as glorious, as those puddles of glory that you're talking about. And we have never actually filed away deliverance under that same category of, of glory. And honestly, the 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 puddles of glory that we've dabbled in is nothing compared to the glory, the depth of glory that is involved mm-hmm. in deliverance. And mm-hmm. I mean, you see it all over the story of, of um, Israel being delivered out of Egypt. It's all done it, it, through a mass production of glory. I mean, God puts his fullness on display. I mean, it's probably not even scratching the surface, but for us, it's like this full measure of glory. Like, wow, what would I do in moments like that, where God is putting like everything on display there. He's left nothing out. He is showing off at this point. <laughs> and, 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 and and is enjoying every minute of it right and so i think that we we've got to be careful that we aren't actually filing deliverance away as as a different category altogether because it is under that same category of the glory of the lord mm-hmm. and so i think that that's something that that we could easily call ourselves out on and be like oh jesus Oops, I did it again. Right, <laughs> um, and just quickly turn around and be like, "Ah, I see your glory in this." And and here's the thing: it's like t- Tales of the Crypt is right on the money because it's like these are the things that we don't want to look at. And if, if we didn't have, I, I'm I'm padding the word for the year. If we did not have this in these moments of these things surfacing in my own life, I would be absolutely crushed and broken. But because we have vision for what it is that the Lord is wanting to accomplish in this year, I am on notice. Like I can quickly be like, Oh, this is that like I'm in the middle of that. And I can even comfort myself because it's been painful guys. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It has been painful, like feeling like you're being terrorized by (laughs) the tales of the crypt. and and, But there is a comfort in it when I can remember, oh wait, he said he's restoring family life. He says he's going deep. He says he's cleaning out every corner and crevice. And so that brings a comfort to me, knowing that this is my father's hand. This is my father's work. I'm I am safe. I am, I can lean back in this and know, I mean, let the tears flow, let the pain come. Don't deny all of that. Don't be foolish, okay? But just, we can lean back knowing that, oh, he's doing this. And and, and we can point to the scripture that says, without vision, the people perish. And I can guarantee you, without this word for us to lean into, I would have perished already. You'd be scraping me off the ground because this has been Hard. Very hard, difficult things to have to face. Pepper.
2: Mm. And I was just thinking about the fear of the Lord and all this, you know, as you were talking. And that scripture came to my mind, you know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And I replaced that with deliverance. Work out your deliverance. That, Mm -hmm. that, That is your salvation. Work out your deliverance with fear and with trembling and without the fear of the Lord we're not going to go where he wants us to arrive. We have to have the fear of the Lord. Uh, Scripture says it's just the beginning of wisdom. And there's a sevenfold wisdom of God. So how much humility and fear and trembling and reverence of the most holy one do we need to arrive And And you were talking about the mixture and the deception and in there, that really stuck out to me about the sleeping agents mm-hmm. and that scripture came to my mind about being uh, sober, you know, that we need to be sober minded. It's uh first Peter five, eight, and it says, be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil roams around incessantly like a roaring lion uh looking for its prey to devour. And so um, you know, the I've had I've had several dreams where uh I had to do something or be somewhere, had an appointment, and I overslept. And to be quite honest with you, those dreams are disturbing and they take me by surprise because I'm like, Lord, I thought I was. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think we really need to uh, be alert and be sober because not in every area, but there are some places in our life where, you know, when when you just wake up, you're not asleep and you're not awake, but yet you're kind of disoriented and you're in a stupor. And, you know, so I believe there are some sleeping agents in our life that are keeping us in that place of compromise, you know, because sometimes that's where the mixture comes in. You know, the enemy deceives you. Well, it's not all truth and it's not all a lie. So it's kind of like that place of twilight where you're not asleep and you're not awake, (laughs) you know, those sleeping agents. So that goes so perfectly with uh, mixture Mm -hmm. and deception, you know, those things that, that keep you from being sober. You're not all the way asleep, but yet you're not fully awake. And so I think we need to be prepared to go in that door and look with God at those things. And um, the scripture I was sharing with you guys in uh, Psalms 105 where it talks about how, um, let's see, it says uh, God's promise to Joseph Uh, purged his character until it was time for his dreams to come true. And the King James says, until the word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. Hmm. And so, you know, we have to be prepared to be in, in those testing places, you know, because isn't that what you do in life? You go through a series of training and then you go through a series of testing and then they, stamp their seal of approval and say, you're certified to be, do whatever, you know? (laughs) And so the Lord will test his word in us as part of the training process, but also the other side of that coin in preparing yourselves for the dying, the testing, the training, uh, watching for those things that devour in our lives. He says, go out with joy. So, um, there has to be that combination of the knowledge of I'm being tested. I'm being tried. I'm being ripped apart on one side, but I'm being built up on the other. And I love, uh, I was sharing with you guys earlier how, uh, in the beginning of that one Oh five, it says, um, it talks about setting, um, his, his promises to music. It says, um, Verse 1 of 105, go ahead and give God thanks for all the glorious things he has done. Go ahead and worship him. Tell everybody about his wonders. Let's sing his praises. Sing and put all of his miracles to music. And then at the end, down at 43, after he talks about all the plagues of Egypt and some of the things that Joseph went through in his testing, he says, um, So God brought out his chosen ones with singing. He didn't bring them out mournfully. He brought them out with singing, with a joyful shout they were set free. He gave them lands and nations, just like he promised, fruitful lands of crops they had never planted were now theirs. And all this was done for them so that they would be faithful to Mm. keep the ways of God, obeying his laws and following his truths. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So
0: good. That's so good. And I love, I love that it says in there, let's sing his praises, sing and put all of his miracles to music because there's something so powerful. Uh, on singing on because it requires a rejoicing to be able to release song from your being. It, it, it position, positions you in kind of a celebration mode. And, and so I think that it's so powerful to put all of God's miracles mm-hmm. to music. What like, we should just be, we should just be dancing around singing songs all day long. We've got plenty mm-hmm. to think about like he's done plenty. And um, instead of like, begging to see the next thing, like, let's rejoice in what he has done. And that's going to draw the next thing without even having to focus on it. And and I was I was thinking about um, so on Friday we walked through um, the the plagues that that hit Egypt to release Israel and and God was showing me on the back side of that that each of those days or as the message translation puts it um, strikes yes. against, <laughs> against um, <clears throat> Egypt that every one of those days that there was opportunity for Israel to have a cleansing done within them so they could go out free, so they could go out light. So it wasn't just something that he was bringing against Israel. There was opportunity in that for something for, uh, to bring against Egypt. There was opportunity for Israel to be delivered of something, you know, and and I can run back through. I mean, it was blood, it was frogs, gnats, flies, animals, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, <laughs> So, I mean, there is there's plenty in all of that where you could be provoked to do some soul searching and be like, yes, God, deliver me to the frogs in my soul. You know, <laughs> whatever that looks like that there, there would have been plenty of room in those 10 days for them to go out lightly, for them to be delivered from this enslaved mentality that they were under. And did they take full advantage of that? I don't think so. Or we wouldn't see the instant grumbling the moment that, that Moses said, we're camping here and mm. they turn around and they see the enemy on their heels. And so they immediately go into a, a grumbling thing. And, and that wouldn't have happened if they would have taken full advantage of what it was that the Lord was presenting to them of what it was that he was making available to them. So I, I want us to realize that if he's calling this time right now, the days of deliverance, there is something that we need to be taking advantage of every single day. Lord, what's available to me today? What are we cleaning out to today? Like, what is it that you're after today? And making sure that we're taking full advantage of this time because he is, he's releasing things at the same time yes he's cleaning things up but he's also releasing things don't miss the release and and one of the things and I shared this with pepper I think yesterday is I, there is such a favor right now on prayer to release the prodigals, to release the family family members that just, you know, you know that you, you have those worries in your mind, like, oh, they're not really doing the right thing. But it's going to require us to break the back of tolerance on that thing in order to effectively pray for them to see the miracle of the release over their lives. And because that's what he promises, that we're going to see the, the, the least of these, the worst off, come back in they're going to change their minds. They're going to see God for all he is. And they're going to begin to yearn for him once again. Jump in.
1: That's really good. I, I just love the fact, you know, thinking about wouldn't you want to, to shout for joy? Uh, uh, if you would just allow God to touch those things and be delivered rather than trying to hide from them. Mm. I mean, there, there, there could be joy there and And I love you're talking about the the opportunity that we have every day. And we've asked the question before on on here and on other broadcasts, you know, talking about what is my opportunity? What is my opportunity today? What's my opportunity in this moment, in this conversation? There's always an opportunity. And he's opening it up big right now. And I love um, uh, Ephesians 5.16, take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purposes. Mm. I just... I just think that that uh, captures the idea of this opportunity. We get to, we get to do this. It's five not,
0: what? Ephesians uh, five what?
1: Five sixteen. You know, we have the, a, a privilege here to be able to to uh, to do this and and uh, to rightly regard him. Pepper, you're talking about fear of the Lord. I, I think we have to. Have to bring that back into the conversation continually as well, because if we are rightly regarding him, then uh, there's there there's not going to be room for compromise. Yeah. In, in the right regard of of God, who he is, uh, who he's showing up uh, for us as, uh, there there's no room for compromise. There's no space to tolerate anything when our focus is is just really honed in on him and what he's doing.
0: Yeah, that's good. Pepper?
1: You know,
2: Israel, part of their problem, the children of Israel, was always their grumbling and their complaining. Like us sometimes, you know, and um, when God did what they wanted, when Moses fed them, when he gave them water, when they, you know, got their bottle on time and got their diaper changed... (laughs) Then they break out with the tambourine and they rejoice and all was well and their feelings were so fickle. And the next minute, if they didn't have any, you know, sopa to go with their rice or beans or whatever, (laughs) then they were whining and complaining again. And um, I just feel like we're in a season where I know I myself feel more challenged to pursue joy, you know. Uh, the, the scripture says there's a time for everything. So there is a time to weep, and there is a time to let yourself grieve. But I feel like that God doesn't want to see us wait till we get what we want to be joyful. He wants us to steward the joy right now. And I can tell you, um, heaven's attracted. They're not attracted to heaven's not attracted to whining, you know, <laughs> Heaven is attracted to reverence to God and to to worship and to praise. And, you know, angels like to land on sound frequency. I mean, what was it, like two or three Wednesdays ago at warrior worship, we had done some pretty exuberant warfare praise. And then Robin was still pr- uh, playing, and I sat down in the chair and... Her playing hit this frequency and it was like, I I can't even explain it, but the angels just started singing. And I was like, am I hearing something here? So <laughs> I wanted to really check it out. So I go over to Robin. I said, do you have some kind of choir app on that? She goes, no, no. She goes, I hear it too. <laughs> Before I could even a- ask her the question, she goes, no, I hear it. And I mean, the angels were just hovering and, oh, and I mean, I can't even make that sound. And they stayed there just on that note forever and ever and ever because they were attracted to, and I don't think any of us were particularly all that excited that night. I think we all had kind of had a tough week and it was only Wednesday, (laughs) you know, but we were given the sacrifice of joy and praise and heaven just descended. And so we're going to have to pursue that third heaven. You know, we know it's a mess down here, but get up in that third heaven, you know, where we can learn how to steward the joy now, because once the promises are fulfilled, it's going to be easy to dance, (laughs) you know, but God wants to, God wants to get us in that mode of joyfulness now and you know, heaven, heaven's not going to come where we are to hear us grumble and complain because third heaven worship is great. Why would they come down here for something lesser? Ooh. So when you have heaven descending on you, you know you're beginning to give him what he's worthy of. Wow. So let's begin to give him what he's worthy of. Get in our minds that we're going to leave this place with joy. You know, and I have one more scripture for us. It's Isaiah. Let's see. Looks like it's Isaiah 55, um, 12, for you shall go out in joy. We sang this a little bit ago and be led forth in peace, the mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and the trees of the field will clap their hands instead of the thorn. Shall come up the cypress instead of the briar, shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off.
0: Wow, mm. that's so good. Will you just read it again?
2: Yes, gladly. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Wow. That's so
0: good, and I think that we can we can overlay scripture like that into what it is that, that God is doing. You know, instead of the thorns, instead of the briars in our soul, cypress, right? Mm-hmm. And and that will be a sign unto us. And the thing that that I want to draw our attention back to, and I have to find it right quick, um, oh, where he says that. Um, <clears throat> you will be known as a phenomenon as you step into my commons signs wonders and miracles will accompany great grace the measure will be known in no needs among you none and and we know that that comes from we can point to the 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 first church in acts that that's what they got to experience there were no needs among these people. And if you're anything like me, you know, you've been brought up thinking that that means that they shared eggs, flour, or sugar, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's not the case. There were no needs. There were no feeble among them. They were a Whole. They shared a wholeness together, and it's such a phenomenon because every single time that they added numbers to themselves, every single time that the Lord descended and added, multiplied them, they all got to experience a greater measure of glory. It wasn't just for the new members; they all got mm-hmm. to enjoy that greater measure of glory. And we know that some of some of that was done by way of great exploits, thing, things being to shake. And um, I, I, this is just such a promise for us. Like we will know that we are in this when there are no needs among us. And I want to share something that happened last night. I haven't even got to tell you guys this, but I have, I have occasionally had a, a pain in my lower right side since I was 14 years old. And my mom had taken, we did the full gamut of things, things that a teenager shouldn't have to go through. And they never, ever, ever could figure out what was wrong with me. But it's like a catching pain. And like, I can't breathe right in these moments because it just feels like something's tearing on the inside, and it happened last night as I was reading and and just like you know sitting with God and um and but this time instead of you know how when you just grow accustomed to something being around you just think ah oh, it's just a part of who I am kind of thing but it was like the Holy Spirit was provoking something in me. He's like, this doesn't have to be like you know that right? Like you don't actually have to deal with this, and and I was like oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I've just settled into allowing pain to be around. And instantly he reminded me of this portion of the word where he says, there, there'll be no needs among you. And, and then pointing to scripture and going like, there was no people among them. Mm. And and God showed me his word as a space. I mean, it was like this bubble space that I could step into and declare his promise over us that there would be no needs among us that there would be no feeble among us and and that i would see the manifestation of his glory and his promise and and so i at first you know i was like trying to to like make the pain go away or whatever and that shifted to where i just began to declare a word over myself and and was like you actually can't stick around any longer and i said to God God, this pain has been around since I was a teenager. That's a long time. And it doesn't need to stay here anymore. I can be free from this because you said there would be no needs among us. And I kid you not. I mean, we're talking seconds. The pain was just gone. And this pain, when it comes, it's around all night long. And the only way I can get it to go away is by taking ibuprofen or something to to get it to go away. Uh, I was like in my bedroom and I'm texting John. I'm like. I think I just got healed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: But it was mm-hmm. so fascinating to me one the ease of of what's available to us if we will just proclaim his words over our lives. It was so simplistic. It didn't take a whole lot of tongue talking. It just took a declaration and a belief system. Like, oh my gosh, you said this, and I think I believe it. And um, and I, I, it was I had to move myself into this new space though, out from the pain, the history of this pain, into this promise of a new day of no needs among us. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you can feel that physically, but what I'm talking about, but it is a space, a new space for us to, to step into a new land, if you will, for us to occupy. And, and I think that, that that's really how we're going to to see all of our needs fulfilled how we're going to see healing take place and um, so anyway it was just a fascinating encounter that I had last night and and i kept i mean there was still a part of me that was like is it gonna come back oh is that pain but the thing is is when the body has experienced pain for so long there is phantom pain that kind of comes on the back end of that Mm -hmm, and so I just mm -hmm. kept telling myself no it's actually gone I am feeling Mm -hmm. nothing right now (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so anyway it was just it was fun Mm -hmm. and and put me in an expectant posture of like oh my gosh what else does he want to do and I'm like texting I'm like this is the house of healing right now and I was
2: (laughs) 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 I love
1: it (laughs) Uh, i love that Uh, i love that experience and we all get to share in that and now you know we get to have a greater level of glory because of it so thanks for sharing that uh i I think it's i think it's it's an important thing to share these these things that to some may seem insignificant but personally are uh uh, profound and life-changing Mm-hmm. you know, that, that you've been dealing with that for so long mm-hmm. that now you don't have to anymore.
0: I know. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I love this. And it takes, you know, he says that, uh, um, you will you'll have greater courage. Great courage will come upon you. Uh, I can't remember the exact wording. Uh, great courage will come upon you to to look beyond the surface. And, and I think that is is another space of opportunity for us is to uh, uh, step into that to uh, allow great courage to come upon us to look deeper. And, and so are, are you going to put on the, the garments of great courage? I mean, that, that's, that's a choice you get to make.
0: It is, and,
1: yeah. uh, and then just step out and believe
0: mm-hmm.
1: just simply believe.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to diminish that. Like it really is going to take great courage in some areas mm-hmm for us to turn and face what it is that, that he's touching. Mm -hmm. And um, I would rather not, you know, I mean, let's just be, let's be honest. I don't want us to be superheroes here. There are some painful things that, that we are facing, like things that that are from history that we had no idea were still hanging around even, you know, lies that, that have been swirling for so long, they start to feel like truth. And um, we have got to, We've got to do the things the scripture tells us to do. We've got to confess these things, air them, if you will. And so that the light can touch them and they diminish, they fall away and they can no longer stand against us and, and trust that in these moments that God is going to be faithful. He is, I'll tell you just another quick encounter. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but um, Sunday was really difficult to me for me. I, I woke up and was just hit with, Everything and the kitchen sink, you know. I mean, <laughs> everything, and um, and and I, I mean, the the things that were coming against me were, um, like seriously, this this was one of the lies that was coming against me is like, yep, you know yourself as being strong, you've been able to withstand a whole lot, you know, you're courageous, you're this, you're that, but. Now you're breaking, like you finally have broken and, and declaring a brokenness over me. And, um, and I felt that way. I felt like, okay, the tension has now become so great that I am broken. I can't even stand at this point. I I was giving way to all the things did not even, I didn't even want to put one foot in front of the other. I mean, it was, it was bad. And, um, and, but great courage sometimes puts itself on you (laughs) can I just say it like that and and there something just came over me and and I was able to say some of the things that that have been attacking me for I didn't even know how long honestly and um and and in the middle of it all I'm starting to feel like well that didn't work (laughs) <laughs> and And like you know, this was supposed to be some magical moment of confessing the thing that's actually going on and and it's just you can feel like the room flooding with just demise and and i I said out loud and I kind of giggled when I said it. and I was just like, you said that if you confess your sins one to another, <laughs> and so I just start like quoting scripture in the middle of this whole thing. And immediately things started to shift and turn. And um, so sometimes we have to just be willing to put the atmosphere on notice. Like, no, you've had your way before. I understand our history, but this time his word is going to speak louder than any history, than any scenario, than any lie that has kept me held back for so long his word is going to prevail in this situation. So, and, and what I want us to realize that even in the middle of what feels like the plagues of his uh, of Egypt, mm-hmm. <laughs> even in the middle of that, here he comes with healing power to, to rid me. So he's looking at history. He's allowing history to, to surface right now so he can scoop mm-hmm. it out and get it away. But he's also bringing in you know his word and going like here's my faithful promise over you healing is yours so we have to understand like he's making way he's making room for better things to come in he's so faithful to 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 perform if you will to to bring about his his word in glorious ways if we will partner with him in the difficult things
2: mm-hmm. and you know after After those difficult things, you know, because when it hits you like a tornado, you can't really process what I'm about to say. But once things settle, you know, uh, what we call the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, it it says, um, how enriched you are when persecuted for doing what's right. You know, because where am going to suffer, right? Because if you live for the devil... (laughs) You're going to suffer, (laughs) but I would much rather (laughs) be, um, you know, uh, put on the threshing floor for God, Mm. you know. So how enriched you are when persecuted for doing what is right, for then you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How blessed you are when people insult and persecute and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. So leap for joy. There's the joy again. Since your heavenly reward is great, for for you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. And it seemed like a dichotomy. Leap for joy. (laughs) You did feel like leaping for joy Sunday. No. But I think the more that we learn to command our soul, you know, because that's where our mind will and emotions are housed and so when 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 we don't have the soul under the spirit's control mm-hmm. the soul with its emotions will just go wild and sometimes we just have to breathe and command our soul and say put your trust in the lord okay. <laughs> wait for joy I <laughs> yeah. so i love that yeah yeah we
0: just we've got to we've got to be standing right now standing and holding that line of no compromise. It's, it's the invitation, you know, it's, Amen. it's actually an honor to do so, to mm-hmm. be able to hold that line and, and know, and to lean, you know, not on our own, there's not our own feelings about the things, but on what he has said.
2: Amen. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm so thankful that we have something to point to in this season to to bring comfort to ourselves in those moments of what feels like sheer terror yeah any final thoughts guys no pepper will you pray
2: for us I'd love to oh father god thank you We are like Gideon, but you have made us so courageous. (laughs) Like Angie said, you have just robed us in courage and situations that we could just run from. But here we are still standing, still standing in our convictions, Lord. Uh, Still, uh, our faces are still like. Flint, you, you've given us so much fortitude that we didn't even know we had. Mm. And uh, we just thank you, God. We are grateful. As much as we are grateful when we see the things we ask for come to pass, we stand in a place of gratitude and joyfulness and shouts mm. of joy right now because we know that your word never returns void. And so just like Joseph, just like the word of the Lord that tested him until the promises came to pass, we stand in this place knowing that we are being tested and tried and our character is being developed and the deception and the mixture is being ground out of us and we are being awakened to be sober and to be vigilant and to be people in which there is no compromise who can come into a deep communion of the revival of family, because we are a kingdom of Kings and priests Mm -hmm. and we are family, just like Moses and Aaron, they were family. Yes. They were prophet and priest, but they were family. So God, would you knit our hearts in this season that we would truly know what union is, that we truly know what oneness is, that we would truly know what it's like, that there would be none of us who have any needs, whether they be physical, spiritual, emotional among us Hmm. as your kingdom people in Jesus name. Hmm. Amen.
0: All right, guys, have a blessed rest of your um, Wednesday and we will talk soon.